listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at BHurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is make a holiday writing plan. Does it feel like the holiday season is thundering towards you? You might already be in the thick of family and celebrations, or it might be coming later this month. But chances are, your writing has already gone by the wayside as you plan meals, shop, clean, or just find some much-needed time to enjoy the company of people you don't get to see every day. All of this is important, don't get me wrong, but we don't have to write off a month out of the year and give up entirely on our writing. Writing is what makes me the best version of myself. It keeps me curious, kind, creative, and patient. I'm able to handle so many more daily frustrations if I've gotten the day's writing done. But during the holiday season, writing simply won't happen without a plan. So this week, I'm encouraging everyone to think about what writing plan they can make that would take their writing seriously and prioritize it among all the social and family and holiday obligations that we have. Just like that turkey needs to get bought or else we won't have the special meal, your writing needs to get happening too. So think about what sort of schedule you might make for yourself, such as budgeting half an hour every morning just to do some writing in your notebook or to do some free writing or just to open this document of the story that you're currently working on and write a paragraph. Or maybe it would be best to write a have a word count goal So at the end of the week, you're hoping to have a thousand words written or something uh, written every day, 200 words or 500 words, depending on how you feel. But it's important to write down this goal, commit to it and take it seriously. As we've talked about in this podcast before, there are ways in which the domestic sphere can interfere with writing almost more than any other sphere. It's, I think it's because of the way that writing is sometimes seen as fundamentally trivial or not essential to the smooth running of a family, a household, a home. And it shouldn't be. Writing should not be considered, it shouldn't have to prove itself as serving its function to help others. It's for you. It's for the story that you want to tell. It's for your writing career, for your writing life, for the words that you need to put on the page. So don't think that writing has to justify itself or in don't feel that you have to justify your time in that way. Instead, accept that it's important, it's real, and it's right, and schedule some time for it. That means closing the door, telling children and other relatives that this is your writing time, and have a concrete goal about what you want to write as well. I sometimes recommend free writing, but only when you're in that idea generating phase. If we're always stuck in free writes, then I think we won't feel productive with the work that we're creating. At some point, we have to commit to an idea and finish a story. So I'm setting a recommendation for everyone to think about setting a story goal as well by the end of the year, whether it's finishing a story draft or getting a good amount of the way into a new one. Think about what sort of story you want to write and have a significant chunk of done by the time we get to the end of the year. Don't write off the month of December, basically, is what I'm saying. This week's reading recommendation is a little dark, but it's something that stayed with me. 
and it's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things by Ian Reid. It is a horror novel, and it was absolutely chilling. Not gory, not excessively violent, just deeply, darkly unsettling and, and building in its suspense and dread and anticipation, filled with resonant images of, of fright and dread, I would say. There was a Netflix adaptation of it that's very different, and it was interesting, but I think it sort of took away the fear. It doesn't have that element of, of deeply chilling tone that the book does. I was reading this book while riding the subway at night, and I found myself looking up and around me at the, the dark world going by and just feeling such a deep sense of fear while reading this. I don't normally read frightening or deeply chilling books, but this one was written so well and had a lot to teach me, I think, about mood building and atmosphere. So I highly recommend it. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.